Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Monday here on the program. And you know what that means? It means we got to talk about everything that happened over the weekend. We had the AW Women's Title Eliminator Tournament. And we're down to the final three competitors. To watch the show last night, what would you think about it? We'll take your feedback here today on that. Also, yesterday we were going to talk about SmackDown. We were talking about the New Japan show. And as always, I had to be set off. So I ended up ranting about SmackDown. And I ranted about the Great Okan. We even talked about the good stuff on these shows. Which includes the angry... Nigerian Apollo Crews. I thought he was awesome. And that was really the only good thing on SmackDown. And then on the New Japan show, we did in fact have a very big match, which was Naito versus Ibushi. Only the Intercontinental title was on the line. Basically, Naito was going to win and then I guess vacate the title. But then he lost. Well, now it has been announced that the IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental titles are going to be merged into a new championship. So for those of you, what are we doing with these belts? What's the point? Are they separate? Are they unified? Well, they're not going to be unified. So we'll talk about that here today on the show. Get your thoughts. We got the anniversary show coming up on March 4th. Everybody's, I can't say main man. The main man's great Okan, but their second main man this week, El Desperado. He'll be facing Kota Bushi in a special singles match. We've got SmackDown ratings I teased it yesterday, but we never talked about it. AW, they're doing another battle royal for a tag team title shot. That's coming up, and so much more. So whatever you want to talk about today, there's going to be a lot of feedback from the emails, the text messages, and probably calls later. It's going to be very exciting, as it always is here on Wrestling Observer Live. So stick around. Back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, 
that, that meeting starting at four. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800 449 Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi is going to join us here soon. His uh, channel made the most horrific, horrifying noise when he logged in, so we're switching him to a Another channel here, and then we'll get on our way. All three competitors, the final three, have been decided in the AEW Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament. The AEW Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament. Got that? Ryo Mizunami defeated Yuka Sakazaki to win the Japanese side of the bracket. Second U.S. semifinal, Thunder Rosa defeated Riho. 
She will advance to Monday's final against Nyla Rose. That match will air on AW's YouTube channel at 7 Eastern tonight. The winner of the Rose versus Rosa match will go on to face Mizunami on Wednesday's live AEW Dynamite in the tournament final. Winner of that match will go on to challenge AW women's champion Akarshita for the title. There he is at Sunday's Revolution pay-per-view. I was about to give up and just do it myself, Mike, but you figured it out, so... Were you? Yes. Mm. I actually Thank was, you. You actually was literally going to stop yet? reading about this women's tournament just to hook you up. Mm. By what? <laughs> Go ahead. Mizunami punched her ticket to the tournament by submitting Maki Ito and defeating Aja Kong by count first two rounds. So there you go. Apparently there were some issues yesterday, and I don't actually know what they were because I guess... So apparently the show was going to air on BR Live... All over the world, that's what they announced. And then, I think, and someone I'm sure it's going to clear me up here, but people that were overseas couldn't watch it. And apparently there's like a BR and a BR Live, and there was some rigmarole or whatever, but anyway, it got all messed up. And so Tony Khan went on social media and said, sorry, I'm just going to put the whole show up on YouTube. So if you've not seen it, and you don't have BR or BR Live, it's up for free on YouTube right now if you want to watch the the show. It's an hour and five minutes long. It was good. I liked it. I thought the matches were were good. And I was I was mildly surprised that uh that Riho did not win, but she didn't. Not not Riho. Thunder Rosa beat Riho. I thought Yuka Sakazaki was going to to win, but she didn't. But anyway, the matches were good, it was fine. I mean what do you want me to say about it? I thought it was pretty good. You gotta be very careful talking about this women's wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't say, oh, it was the greatest women's tournament I've ever seen, somebody's gonna come after you, which I'm expecting today. But I thought it was pretty good. That's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm entitled to have that opinion. That's the way it used to be. If anybody comes after you, just, you know, say that, you know, if you get back to another corner, they're coming after you with pitchforks and torches, you need a way to get out of it, just say, hey, I too think there needs to be more women's It was not a booking Dynamite. disaster. I shouldn't even have looked at the chat. A booking disaster? Get Is that out what of they're here. Calling? Did you call it that? Or no, are they that's what it says that? right here. It was a booking disaster, Brian. How is it a booking disaster? Uh, probably because Maki Ito didn't win. Uh, that's... Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, Ryo Mizunami's been around for a long time. She was trained by Mako Satomura. And, hey, look, Yuka Sakazaki's got a pretty good following. I think she's going to be a star once the, the doors open up in the States. I think she's going to get a really good following. Obviously, Maki Ito's got a, a following already of a cult level. Riho's already over to the AEW fans. So for them to introduce another member or another possible person to get over here in the states i don't think it's the worst idea in the world and she has been around for a long time she i don't think she's got really any top flight matches that i think you can really pull from and go this has been a great five-star match that mizunami's had but she's very very good and like i said again it's it's probably got to do with her experience level as well as the fact that you look why why go back to the well if you don't need to why don't you give somebody else a chance to try to get over here I will say, I mean, I thought that every, especially those, and the the multi-woman match as well, but I thought that for the most part, every single one of these women 
looked better than the Great Ocon. God. Just wanted, Still beating on this? Just wanted to throw that in there. That's great. <laughs> then I got, you, you I got another like guy. It. We know. Another guy in the, the Twitch chat goes, I don't know what everyone's freaking out about. A great Ocon will be fine. Yes, he will be fine. He's fine now, and I expect him to remain fine. He is not the next Jay White, nor is he the next Okada. Who's calling you, guys Brian? know anything about... I had a big argument the other day. Oh, well, you know that uh, uh, when Jay White returned from excursion at the at the Tokyo Dome, he had a worse match with Tanahashi than Great Okan had with Tanahashi the other day. Which, by the way, I don't think is true, but that was a fine little argument to, I guess, put over that Great Okan is the next Jay White no, or whatever. You wanna, if you want to point Come one on. out, if somebody wants to point one out about a bad, you know, re-debut, it would be... Okada coming back with the Rainmaker gimmick facing off against Yoshihashi, who was not as anywhere near as developed as he's been in the last year. Uh, if somebody wanted, again, this is what Britt Baker, as far as, you know, uh, got the award for biggest improvement. I mean, in a way, Yoshihashi could fit in that too with how well he actually did la- all, the, all through last year. But I don't know why this is such an issue for so many people. It's not even a, an arguable point. This guy is at one point in his career right now. He was not brought back even to the level of Goto was when he came back and re-debuted with his new gimmick. So I, this is just taken, this has gone to like comedy at this point with people planting flags over the great Okan. It just seems to be a big waste of time. I do like a lot of these suggested names here, such as... Uh... Twitch homie Goody, which is actually his name. Twitch homie Goody. He suggests the all right Okan. I'm cool with D- that. Dees Okan. The fine Okan. These are all these are all acceptable names. I have no star problem. Con. I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh, I didn't God. say average Okan. I said pathetic. fine. This is Although he pathetic. is average. So anyway, New Japan's gonna be unifying the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles into a new title. Naoki. Sugabayashi, the New Japan chairman, states the heavyweight and intercontinental titles will be unified into a new belt. There's going to be a new belt, everybody. The great OK is making me laugh. Very, so. very, yeah, the great OK. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine as well. Uh, good work. See, we make fun of the Twitch homies, but there's actually a lot of smart ones. <laughs> the, the dumb ones stick out is the problem. But anyway. So they're going to make a new belt. So all of you that bought your very expensive New Japan IWGP Heavyweight title replica, well, it's history now. Throwback. And yes, it's a throwback. They're going, to be a, they're going to create a new belt, and it's going to be called the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And Kodabushi will be recognized as the first IWGP oh. World. So does that mean, like, whoever beats Ibushi, they're not going to go, the 49th? So it's going to be like, we're starting over at 1? I hope not. That's what it sounds like to me, dude. Well, if it is, it is. You know, if that's what they decide to do. I don't think they'll do that because then you lose all the history of giving uh, the roll call and the music at the beginning and showing all the former champions. I mean, it's just kind of funny. It's like, you know, Fritz throwing down the American title and now we got the world-class world heavyweight championship. I mean... It's really the IWGP title, the IC title. This is a separate story. I mean, I think they should be merged with each other. But I think most people have looked for the past God knows how many years at the IWGP title as a world heavyweight championship anyway. So, you know, I think it's just really, a you know, just a matter of, uh, you know, whatever you would call it there. What do you call that? 
I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's so Monday. anyway, uh, they did announce here, this is very disrespectful, uh, Sugabayashi suggested that Ibushi is going to be making his first title defense of the new title against the winner of the New Japan Cup. Sucks to be desperado. Talk about overlooking that poor bloke. Well, He's fighting for the title in a couple days here. He is. <laughs> so he gets yeah. the uh, spot that Hiromu was supposed to get, and... You know, things went south for New Japan last year. They were still able to tell their story of Kota Ibushi. They had enough time to do it, but Hiromu's injury, you knew where they were going with this, trying to have that match at the anniversary show. And unfortunately, things went the way that they did, but uh, they're doing the best they can trying to drum up a storyline from the past with Despy coming back for the first time and challenging Ibushi off of his excursion. So, you know, I don't think anybody fears Ibushi losing that match. Somebody want to know why they're unifying it. Is it not obvious? I can explain after the break. Back in a moment. Super Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the
the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. I don't have a lot to say about this, everybody, but why are they unifying the titles? Well, let's see. Well over a year ago, one bloke won both belts, and then for over a year, everybody, including the wrestlers, was like, what's going on here? Am I a double champion? Are the belts unified? They all said that they wanted to defend both of the titles, but it almost never happened. And so finally, after a year, it's like, ah, whatever, let's just unify them. That's the story. Now, let's talk about how many of these wacky belts New Japan has. Well, we had the IWGP and the Intercontinental and the Never Openweight title and the IWGP United States title and the, uh, the King of Pro Wrestling trophy. I mean, how many do we need? Some people are like, oh, they should have got rid of the uh, Never title. It doesn't matter what secondary belt they get rid of. The belt is going to be over or not over. Uh, depending on whether or not it has credibility and depending on whether or not the person that holds it has credibility. That will determine whether the belt's over. Not what the name of the belt is or what the belt looks like, unless it's the winged eagle, then that makes a difference. But the point is, it doesn't matter. Now, what I will say that I don't like is all that entire history of the IWGP title is being washed away and we're starting over at one do you know that for sure? That's what they said. I mean, they said he's going to be considered the first champion. Well, I mean, I guess the if they want to do a roll call of like, well, first we're going to do the roll call of the old belt. Now we're going to do a new roll call at the same time. For I don't see them doing that. Like, maybe they'll yeah, keep. You just, look, you would just continue the roll call. Now, if they're doing this so they can just start a new, I, I guess you could do that. I'm not sure if it's the best idea because I think people like that little feature. And I think it's a nice way you, to call back to your past, but... As far as why they're getting rid of the IC title, how many titles do you need? And the reality is, when they started the IC title, I think who was was MVP the first champion? He was one of the first champions. That belt had a completely different intention. And when the Never title started, they were that title was only it was the the U30 title taking on a new name, and then it was only going to be defended on Never shows and. It just kind of took on a life of its own. And when you have a U.S. title that you're dead set on keeping, the Never title became the workers' title. It became the IC title. And you kept having situations where you had one holder of both the IWGP and the IC titles. Yeah, I mean, it's just time. It's nothing against Sombra or Nakamura or Naito or anybody that's ever held the IC title. It's just a matter that it's become superfluous at this point. And I think the never open weight six-man title is superfluous because they don't focus on six-man teams, even though they have a lot of factions. I mean, that that should be traded over to AEW. I think they definitely need a six-man title with the way that they do business. But you also have that stupid King of Pro Wrestling title that is a comedy thing. I wish that would go away, too. But when you have all of these things out there, you know, it just takes away the effect of it. And... 
I know people are upset. I guess hey, for some people, aesthetically, they love that title. They love the white belt. They loved what it represented when Nakamura had it. All that sort of stuff. That's great, but it's just time to move on from it. Unfortunately, it's like the old, you know, NWA national title or a zillion other titles down the line that have had to been sealed. Person says it better be a big old gold belt. You know, it should be. It should be a new winged eagle. You're. That's no. Why? All right, March 4th is the anniversary show, 49th anniversary. And the full card, we've got Ibushi and Desperado for Ibushi's titles, but not for Desperado's title. We got Naito, oh my God. I don't think Ibushi could make weight anymore. I can't believe what I just saw. New Japan Cup first round, Naito versus the Great Okan. God, this has already just jumped a shark for me. Well, actually, it's a first round match, so at least the Great Okan's not going to be in the tournament. Kojima versus Jeff Cobb in a new... Oh, my God. Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Dave Finley, they would troll me. (laughs) The one company I'm sure has no idea who I am, but they'll find a way to troll me. Toa Hanare and uh, Taguchi Evil, Kenta, and a bunch of guys in a match, and some others as well. But the big matches are the two New Japan Cup finals, or first-round matches, and then that Desperado Bushi match. Yeah, I don't know what way they're going to go. Naito is not at... losing to the Great Okan, Mike. Get <laughs> yeah, out of here. Depends on what story they want to be telling here. but Well, uh, there's a good story or a bad story. Yeah, but if this leads to Naito and Osprey again, you know, we're not going to know exactly what's going to be coming out of this quite yet. But there's some of these first-round matches, obviously. They, they want some things to be accomplished here. Zack Sabre Jr. and Gabriel Kidd. Gabriel Kidd is really good, and he is Yuji Nagata and Yota Suji is an interesting match. Obviously, Ishii and Sonata is an interesting match. So there's there's some really cool stuff on here. You know, probably led off by the great Okan. Obviously, no, of course, the Okada and Shingo uh, is probably going to be awesome unless both of them lose their legs. And even if they did, and there were just like stumps in the ring, they would probably still figure out a way to have a killer match. So everyone here is noting uh, Naito's knees. Uh, let me tell you something, everybody, okay? <laughs> All right? Listen. Yeah, he had a knee injury, okay? He took a couple of weeks off. He then went in and wrestled like 28 minutes with Ibushi, and he was fine, okay? He wasn't limping. He was running. He was doing the whole nine yards. If you guys knew the shape that this guy was in a couple of years ago— <laughs> This guy was in such horror. I don't know how bad it is now, but I mean, his he he couldn't see out of one eye. You know, I I don't know if this is true. I mean, he never said it, but I had heard from people that like he didn't have feeling in his in his hands. Like he was so screwed up, and he just kept going. So this is not a situation where well his knees bad. Let's put Okan over. Like, if they want Okan to go over, he's going to go over because they want Okan to go over. He's not going to go over because Naito has a bad knee. I'm telling you, 1,000%. No, that's not how that works. I think if if anybody's going to be worried about somebody right now because we know the condition that Naito's in is, you know, Okada, you know, Adam Summers pointed this out on the show that we did, you know, not moving super smoothly like Okada. And, like, all these guys, you know, they're going to have, as you get older, those good days and bad days, and the bad days are going to increase a lot more. And it is amazing. Abushi's another one. You know, people, there were people that were confused when they made the announcement, thinking at first, like, is is, is Abushi trying to go after the junior title, too, when Desperado uh, challenged him? But it's like, you know, Abushi hasn't seen the junior heavyweight limit in a long time, and he's so puffy that, 
if you stuck a pin in him, he could explode. That's a guy that I kind of wish would take off some of the bulk of his weight and take off some of the muscle that he has, although he's absolutely not going to do that. But I kind of wish that he would because you just figure that that's probably going to be better off for his longevity, not carrying around all that weight. SmackDown on Friday, this show. Lord help me. I'll be reviewing it later with Filthy Tom Lawler, so you can look forward to that. Mm. Uh, Fast Nationals, 2.051 million viewers, down 1% from last week. Fox, last among the major networks, 18 to 49.5, same as always. Uh, Third among network programming, losing to 2020 in Shark Tank. And .25 in 1834, down 16.7%. Year over year, SmackDown down 24.5% in viewership. And down 37.5% in 1849. And SmackDown, among the youngsters, those aged 18 to 34, SmackDown is down 50%. At 18 to 34. But hey, they're making a lot of money. Everything's fine. 50% in 18 to 34. God help me. That's not good. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. I mean, don't they usually get beat by Shark Tank? I guess, you know, hey, don't they? I guess I'll have that going for them. But uh, losing to 2020? That's uh, that's, what what are the old people doing? Well, I know what the young people aren't doing, and that's watching SmackDown, because they're down 50% in a year. Well, it's like Raw. In a year, bro. In a year. Yeah, but look how much it's been falling over the last couple. I mean, this just keeps coming and coming and coming. And we talked about with the Raw demographics. That always gets pointed out on Tuesdays that they just don't have people between 12 and 34. And they know this. You know, Tony, I was a Tony Khan. Uh, Nick Khan, I think, mentioned with the Bad Bunny stuff of trying to skew younger. You know, they, they pointed out demographics that were, you know, good when he was on. And they know, you know, if you're eight years old, 10 years old, 12, a lot of people become wrestling fans before the age of 12, before the Nielsen ratings come in. That's when you start making your fans and they're not interested. It doesn't seem like teens are interested. It doesn't seem like young adults are interested. It seems like the only people interested are the oldest of the old and they obviously know this, how they're going to go about changing it. We'll see. They haven't really done a knockdown, drag out job, obviously, in the last year. You know, I love Cesaro. I think he's awesome. Okay. But I am entertained that, oh, man, we got to push some new stars. Let's push a guy who's 40. You know what I mean? Like, where were you a decade ago when you should have pushed him then? Like, yeah. SmackDown, we're pushing Cesaro. He's 40. Nakamura, he's 40. Daniel Bryan thinks he's too old. He's 39. He's putting everybody over. We got the new Tamina push. Tamina's in there beating Liv Morgan. I mean, Liv Morgan? (laughs) Liv Morgan, she works her ass off. Everybody likes her. She's she's totally fine, you know, as far as, like, the the women wrestlers. and, and, And she's just buried so we can get Tamina over at 43 years old. I'm like, dude. I can't figure out why 18 to 34 is down 50% since one year ago. And and I think more than that, too, um, although WWE is the extreme example, age is only a number if you actually have, you know, Punishment Martin, Punishment Martin, Damian Priest is brand new on that roster. He's 40 years old. 
but you don't know that and he's got equity build up the problem with some a cesaro is and it's nice to see him get some shine right now but the reality is is he's been at pretty much the same level for 10 years now so that, that's almost as big of a problem if not a bigger problem than the age back in a moment observer live Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 50 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to go to the phones here in a little while. If you want to call, knock yourselves out, everybody. 844 913 
844-912-7727. Text us, 425-780-7566. And actually, you can text whenever you want, 24 hours a day. I don't read them, but you can do it if you want to. So anyway, this person here says, Brian, I really don't like the unification of the titles. I don't know how much of this is the pandemic, but New Japan has disappointed me with their booking and decisions since the pandemic. I have not been this disappointed with New Japan since Enochiism in the mid-2000s. Well, if you look at the Observer Awards, buddy, you're not alone. A lot of people do not think this was the greatest year for New Japan. But we'll see what 2021 holds as this pandemic winds down. Certainly wasn't the greatest year for anybody. So, I mean, I guess AEW... I was going to say, it was the best year for Tony Khan. What are you talking about? Hey, I mean, per- perfect timing, you know, for... Actually, in some ways, the worst timing. In some ways, some of the best timing for AEW. So, yeah, I mean, Gato had a bad one. And Evil falling flat was a, was bad. And they, there was a lot good in the year. You know, there really was. I think, you know, people get hyper-focused on... And it's like everything. It's going to happen. You know, your your shiniest moments are are most visible and your biggest failures are most visible. And, you know, Okan did not get over for people. There are people, again, I think sometimes with Wato and Okan, it's, it's a little bit too much, you know, considering that they were brought back at a certain level. But to me, it's the evil thing. And it's a lot of the Bullet Club nonsense and interference and some just losing losing a little bit of your step and going with a pat hand for too long. So, We'll see how 2021 is. You know, again, there's some people that aren't in love with some of what they're doing right now, but at least they're anything's got to be better than last year. And that goes for every single wrestling promotion, including AEW. All right, my friend, you're on the air. What's going on? Hi, this is Jack in Montana. Uh, my call is about um, what uh, Dave tweeted about the um, Ibushi uh, Desperado um, match being the main event for the anniversary show. So I do agree with him that like. Well, what did he say? Felt, like, oh, he's. He, I can't uh, remember the whole tweet, but he said. What was, was like, the gist of it? Crea- Basically, he said he thought it was like creatively bankrupt and as a weak main event, and like, for like a drawing standpoint, I, I do agree that's a weak main event. But like, two main things I want to criticize him about it is that, uh, like, if they wanted to draw more, they could just I don't know hot shot. Uh, Abushi and Okada, but like that would feel more creatively bankrupt. And he said uh, it would be like if it would be a big success if they could do uh, six thousand five hundred. But I, they're not even allowed to do. Um, the cap is uh, five thousand. So I guess that's just my main point. Well, I'll that's say this very point. quick. Yeah. I want to I want to thank you very much for the call. So listen to me. I mean, I know that a lot of people are super into Desperado right now. Perhaps ironically, perhaps not. But the fact of the matter is, like, Ibushi... Ironically? Who's ironically into Desperado? Well, you know, people are like, I can't wait for Desperado to beat Ibushi. I hope he wins all the belts. Listen. silly. I mean, listen, here's the deal. It's not that big a match, okay? But it's an anniversary show that they happen to be running four days after a big show where they had a rematch from the Tokyo Dome... With Naito and Ibushi. I mean, you have four days, okay? I guess maybe you could have built up, like, a really big main event for Ibushi. But if you're doing that, you're just basically looking past the Naito match from a few days ago. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's the anniversary show main event. I, I think it's fine. It's the, it's the heavyweight versus the junior heavyweight. 
Obviously, Ibushi and Hiromu would have been bigger, but you can't do it. And so you're, you were dealt a hand, and I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, how they announce matches may need to change. You know, how they decide to lay out cards and build towards things may need to change. How they space things out, I think, absolutely needs to change. But they got caught with a situation that they couldn't change because the whole thing was dead set to be Hiromu. And that's what everybody wanted to see. And nobody would have been complaining about that. Nobody would have thought Hiromu was going to win. You just wanted to see this match against Kota Obushi, you know, for those titles. And unfortunately, he got hurt. And there was no way to change it in a in a in a in a timely manner. And they decided to go. And I think it's a smart move because Desperado and Obushi are going to have a great match. I I fully believe that. Absolutely. I mean. It's hard for me to believe that they won't, but you know, with Desperado is not going to get the victory here. And this again, with with just Hiromu not being there, it's a little bit down. But uh, you know, why they decided to schedule these things in the way that they did, I don't know. But this is one of the things. This is when it blows up in your face. This is what happens. So you know, they they need to learn a lesson from this. Let's go to Tony. You're on the air. What's going on? Brian, Mike, homies, and jabronis alike, what's going on? Yo, you got to release that um, that during the break content that you and Mike have because it's gold. I didn't know what we talked about. I was gonna say we were Craig's uh, truck. Yeah, it's, it's fun banter. I enjoy it. Hmm. Hey, listen, I got two things about New Japan. First off, where is Shooter at? I feel like he's been gone for a while, and out of all the young lions, I think he was the best one. Umino. Yeah, Shota Umino. He's at the dojo. And then, I think yeah. he's in. I think he's in England right now. Well, why'd you ask? Well, where is, is he? he? <laughs> well, well, you told me he's in England. I don't know where he's at. You, you know what Japan. I mean. You know what I mean. Brian. No, I actually don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? Where's the shooter supposed to be? He's, he's supposed to be back in Japan dude. instead of the great OK. Dude, you don't know how this works, and it doesn't matter. Look, uh, Okan was gone for a long time, and unfortunately, I don't know if he – there's been a thing with excursions, you know, with guys going to CMLL, with guys going to Rev Pro. I mean, it's not like before where, again, the guys would come back a lot shinier from these places. I mean, for whatever reason, it is what it is. When Evil was here on his excursion, I mean, he did a couple of shots in Ring of Honor, but he really didn't do all that much. And I, the same way with Okan over there if in England, remember, although that's what if was... you remember, Show, Show and Yo were the, uh, what were they, the Tempura Boys in Ring of Honor. In Ring of Honor, yeah. And it's, you know, and, and Naito and, and, and Yujiro did a very, you know, stereotypical gimmick, you know, down in, in Japan because with Okamura, because that's just what they do. But... He just he's over there and I hope he comes to the States and he's it's one of those things. And I talked about on the Big Audio Nightmare show, if the the forbidden door opens up, you can talk about all those big matches you want. Where it really benefits is a guy like Umino, who's probably going to take a bunch of L's being next to John Moxley. But the experience that he could get working on an AEW stage, I think, could be great. And he's one of the obvious people to to be a part of something like that if later on down the line it happens. But it, it, these guys have to go on excursions. It's like Clark Connors could walk into New Japan proper right now and be ready to go. It's just not how they do business. And in a way, that's a good thing because look at Ishii and look at all of the guys that are on New Japan's roster right now. If you don't need to shoehorn Amino in there, don't let him be in there. 
All right. Well, you know, let's go to this old New Jersey right now. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey there. This is Steve from New Jersey, and I wanted to talk about Chris Jericho's storyline going into Revolution. Um, we already know that, like, Sammy Guevara's left the inner circle because he feels like he's been betrayed by MG- MJF. And Chris Jericho is basically MJF's biggest fan right now. He sees a lot of potential in him. But MJF, like it or not, is tearing apart the inner circle. So my prediction for Revolution is that Jericho and MJF are going to win the titles, which is going to, you know, infuriate uh, – I always forget the names. Oh, my God. Santana Ortiz. And eventually Chris Jericho will have to ask himself what he has become now that he's betrayed everyone he's ever loved and pushed them all away. That well, say he's been a slave to the Judas in his mind. Oh man, we're playing uh, doing that kind of symbolism here. Well, listen, I mean, it's possible that Jericho and MJF win the titles, but I mean, it seems to me that we're very much building up a championship match between the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks, and so I don't see them losing the titles to Jericho and MJF. And then, uh, I mean, listen, if you're doing a story of the inner circle is breaking up, I mean, the simple story is. Jericho decided that they were the ones that were going to fight for the titles. And we had all this rigmarole and people got upset and and people got beaten and people left the inner circle. And then they go on and after all that talk, they don't win. That furthers the storyline of the inner circle being upset with Jericho and MGF. And then you can do the... Plus, I mean, they beat up the guy's dad. Come on. The Young Bucks (laughs) got to beat these guys. Oh. And then the young bucks go on and they can feud with the good brothers. I presume that's going to happen, but who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to take away their mom this week? Do we know where she's at right now? I do have some I feeling mean, we may find out where mom was last week. But, I mean, she may have been going to get lattes for them or something. I mean, there's a million maybe, reasons he was alone. Maybe she was with, with, with Trent's mom, you know, and maybe that's what it was. I don't know, Chuck's mom, whoever it is. It doesn't matter. What Bottom line with all this is you can still have Sammy Guevara come back and look, he's upset with both Jericho. He's up, upset with MJF. If he causes them to lose or something like that. I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways you can go, but I think like you said, this is screaming to be the young bucks and good brothers. And I don't see why you would do anything to, to screw that up. It's, you know, it's like FTR and the young bucks. I thought they got way too cute with it, doing some of the things that the young bucks were doing at the time, super kicking announcers and all that stuff. And it took away from the build to that. I don't want to see anything take away from the build to the young brothers, brothers and the good bucks. The, 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 the young, young brothers and the good bucks. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I, I'm What's sure somebody going on out there, over there, buddy, sure somebody out there exists like that too, but the, uh, the good brothers and the young bucks, I don't want to see anything in, interfere with that. I just, I like the way that it's going right now. Well, anyway, <laughs> all you young brothers out there, it is, and you good bucks. It is funny. Thank you. It is funny that everyone's like, where was his mother at? It's like, she ran off screaming. Like, she could be anywhere. <laughs> if Chris Jericho and, the, and MJF beat me up at a show, you think Winnie, Winnie's going to stand there and go, can I, can I uh, uh, photobomb this, this video they're doing? Nah, she'd run off screaming. Actually, she'd probably kick their ass. Person wants to know how old is this Kurt Stallion fella? Maybe he can get a push on SmackDown. Get the Matthew McConaughey demographic, who would also be old. <laughs> what if he dressed up like uh, like uh, Randall Pink Floyd in uh, in Dazed and Confused? Would then he would that be okay then? Dude, I don't know. Also, Vince, this person says, looks like Kevin Nash in the Twitch videos. Really? Never heard that one. Next thing you're gonna tell me that Sonny looks like Craig. That's not Craig. 
What did you think of the New Japan Strong Show Friday? Well, I'll talk about that tomorrow because I have a very strict schedule that I follow oh, every day. Boy. And today at 4.30 Pacific, I'll be watching New Japan Strong well, immediately before doing the show with Filthy Tom Lawler. So I have not l- seen it yet. Let me quickly mention this. You will greatly enjoy it. That I'm sure was, I will. I watch Strong every week, and I love it. Well, for those who don't, watch this one. If you're going to start with one, this is a great one. Obviously, you got Moxley and Kenta. That's the the biggest thing on the show, but you get a... A street fight between Ren Nirita and Chris Dickinson that went about eight minutes, and it was a great eight minutes of two guys just kicking the hell out of each other. And the eight-man was fantastic. You're going to see some guys in that eight-man that, you know, there's TJP, there's ACH, there's names that you know, but Kevin Knight, there's a couple other people who are on the come-up, including Clark Connors, and that full head of hair that he has that you know these guys are going to be something for New Japan and in that junior division very, very soon. Person talking about Liv Morgan losing to Tamina. Hey, listen, I mean, what do you want me to do? You know, when they were building up the right squad to allegedly get a tag title match, which, by the way, they did out of nowhere with no advertisement in the middle of SmackDown at one point, they always do these things, and I hear, just give it time, Brian. They're telling stories. Let's just see where it goes. Well, it went somewhere great. They lost. They did nothing with them. Billy Kay did some stupid stuff, and then Liv Morgan lost to Tamina. Cool story, bro. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits save up to 50 percent on your family's health care make a free quick call now there are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period call provision enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at six dollars a day 800-472-5145 800-472-5145 that's 800-472-5145 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. 
See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. No Vince has a type. Yeah. Six-woman tag was awesome, this person says. Mesa stood out to me, and of course, Maki Ito could be a megastar. He also adds, the mediocre Okan, and I don't like losing the title history. I think the prestige of titles grows over time, unless it's the WCW title, which I don't blame WWE for resetting while using the same belt. Yeah, they kind of killed that one, didn't they? Because it's about who holds the belt, and what you do with the belt. The belt isn't automatically just important. You have you to make that? it important. The IC title, who made it important? It was Nakamura. Nakamura needed, you know, they needed him to elevate that belt, and he did with bells on and, and made it truly something. But, again, look, it, it's time. Let it go. Let it go, everybody. Oh, this guy, is, okay. this guy is very angry. I hate oh. this decision to unify so much. The Intercontinental title drew money. It made stories. It was everything you wanted a secondary That's... title to be. I cannot make sense of what New Japan is doing right now. I'm out! I'm canceling for at least a while. Jesus. He's allowed to cancel. He is, sure. Everybody's got an opinion. You're entitled to it. Whoever makes it work for you, go ahead. And finally, AEW is selling tickets to the April 7, 2021 show in Philly. Are they about to go back on the road? I was unaware, but I will will check that out for you, and we'll, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. we got a lot coming up later today, everybody. We have got the Filthy Tom Lawler show coming up. We'll talk about New Japan Strong, Moxie versus Kenta, that SmackDown, whatever that was on Friday night, and more. And then maybe a sponsorship SmackDown for all I know. And then later on tonight, myself and Dave, all of the news. And that's it. I want to thank you all for listening today. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.